Hey there, Michael Zuber, one rental at a time. And something I wanted to let you know about is a brand new podcast, a podcast that I was lucky enough to be guest number one. It is called Resilient Real Estate Investing. Do me a favor, go check it out. Just in the last couple of weeks, not only has my episode aired, but you heard from a syndicator who spent eight years in prison. You've heard from a movie theater operator who has had their side hustle produce 20 properties. Future episodes will record around the Roofstock's head coach, a college student evaluating properties, and of course, an army recruiter who discovered private money. Again, do me a favor, check out Resilient Real Estate Investing. On with the show. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, folks. Michael Zuber, one rental at a time, back with the one and only and amazing Beth Traverso. How are you doing, Beth? Thank you. Always a highlight of my week to be here with you and everybody watching. Oh, Thanks. The channel loves you. I appreciate you. And we're going to see you on November 12th, right? Actually, yeah, November 11th I'm for a little that. speaker dinner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can't wait. Very, very, very cool. So uh, I want to talk to you, just kind of have a heart to heart with investors, agents, brokers, pretty much anybody in the real estate game, just about getting back to basics, right? The last two years have been crazy for many reasons. And we are going through a changing market, right? From a seller's to a more neutral, maybe a seller's to buyer's market, depending where you are. And that can be scary. But uh, as somebody who is now a 1% agent across the country, uh, somebody who works with Tom Ferry, um, I think we just need to remind people that it's okay. Markets change. Uh, it's just time to get back to basics. And that's if you're an agent, broker, investor, appraiser, title, just back to basics. Just just get back to basics, blocking, tackling. Let, let's go. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it is important to uh, focus on the core activities, you know, always, whether it's if, so from an agent's perspective, I have certain things that I'm doing in my business that I always do regardless of what's going on. But we have to, I think the main thing is just having an overall realization that markets do move in cycles. And it doesn't mean that it's, uh, we have this kind of recency bias about 2008, 9, 10, where people think like, oh, it's happening again. Oh no, I remember <laughs> how horrible that was. And I don't want to lose yeah. my house and be homeless and all, you know, all these terrible things, lose all my money or whatever the case may be. Um, it's, because it happened before doesn't mean it's going to happen like that again. I'm not going to say that things aren't going to get bumpy for a little while because they do. That's the nature of cycles. They go up, they go down, you ride it out, you brace yourself and you ride through it and you get through to the other side. So, and just most successful investors I know, I actually, I don't know anyone who hasn't been in the business a long time that hasn't realized like, oh, okay, things are going to get a little bumpy here's how we're going to adjust to ride through it because we're going to be here before, during, after, and for the next one. So, and I've been around, I've been doing this since about the late nineties and there's been a, quite a few of these ups and downs since then. So I think it's just a matter of just um, keeping your uh, discipline, you know, keep your daily discipline in mind, keep your focus where it needs to be. What you focus on expands and I think people really need that's, that's something I heard first from, from Tom Ferry, speaking of Tom Ferry. I don't know that he coined the term, but he mentioned to, you know, he emphasizes that. And I've really been paying attention to that as well. It's like what you pay attention to, that's what's going to uh that's what's going to expand in, in your world. So if you're focusing on uh disaster and crash and you know like some of these thumbnails where it's like the world's burning and everything's mm -hmm. melting down and it's horrible like that's what you're gonna find 
Mm-hmm. So I think protecting your mindset is a really important thing. That's one of those back to basics things that we always do. And I'm not immune to it. You know, every morning when I get up, I try to get centered a little bit and kind of direct my intentionality, focus on my, here's a basic thing, focus on your most critical activities in the first part of the day. So to, first of all, define what those things are. What are they? You know, for me as an agent, there's three, like I do prospecting, I go on appointments and I negotiate contracts. And those are the things that I do that I do most. And I focus on doing those, you know, those things early in the morning. Sometimes I don't have control about when they happen, but that's what I focus on. And then you have the rest of the day that just gets filled up with other things. If you wait till right. later in the day to do things, there's always some busy work or something's going to pop up. It's going to make it so you just bump it into tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow. Right. Yeah. So, and look about expand. You know, another one of those things that you talk about a lot that's very basic is your network, you know, finding the right network. When something comes up that you don't know about, it happens to me all the time. Like, oh, who do I know that's a well specialist or something like that can help me with this random thing that I have to solve? You know, that's just my own example because that happened recently. And I know like, okay, I've got these three people that I can reach out to. And because I have great relationships with them, they probably will call me back and help me out with this, you know, (laughs) because I've treated them really well and we've developed a relationship and I'm happy to return the favor anytime they need something, you know, so it's just a matter of getting to know people who are in the space, doing what you what you do that you can learn from and setting aside time to yeah. to develop those relationships and learn from people. Yeah, I, what I would tell you is, it's, you know, you're going to be in business or an investor in the next couple of years. Act like it. Yeah. Right. So, again, grow your network, do the basics, you know, go 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 to more open houses, go talk to contractors. Go again, your network is your net worth, but some of us got lazy and didn't do it because it was just so easy the last couple of years. And um, real estate investing is not easy, right? It's simple, right? It's simple. it's kind of, there's a path, but it's not easy. Consistency, all of that. Uh, so I'm thankful uh, that we're leaving the crazy market behind, right? I just closed my first deal of the year yesterday. Oh, neat. Yeah, it's cool. cool. Congrats. Yeah. Yay. Um, and again, we'll document the whole postcard. thing. On- yeah, yeah, I give myself a cake. Michael, I got a post. <laughs> yeah. go. uh, but that's funny. I actually might put it on my wall, actually. I think you should. Um, yeah, why not? List the property name. Yeah, take mm-hmm. a picture. So it's it's just, I'm happy we're leaving 2020 and 2021 behind. A market with nine days of inventory is not fun. Uh, a market to go up 22% a year, not fun. Um, no, yeah. Markets where junk sells, where you have multiple bids on junk, that's just wrong here's the thing too i welcome it being more challenging because that is the separator that's differentiator so when it gets hard the people that are really um dedicated are going to learn and move through it they're going to scale the wall and they're going to hop over to the other side and they're going to keep running but people that are easily daunted which is the majority just true you know, they're going to, they're going to just give up and say, Oh, this is hard or too scary right now. It's not possible. You got lucky, blah, blah, blah. I can't do it. And the thing is, it's always hard. It's just a different kind of hard, you know, and that's true in all sorts of aspects of life. People say, choose your heart. It's very, very true. Everything is hard. But, um, and then I have to say the crazy market was kind of hard too. People were talking about, Hey, there's 20 offers on every garbage listing out there. You know, how am I going to get an offer? But people were buying, you know, I was buying during that time and other people I know where that's what they do and that's their business. They are buying. They're not buying anything, any crazy thing for any crazy price, but they're just, they're pivoting and 
learning. You have to be nimble in this business. And the people that are successful are just the ones that are going to be adaptable and resilient. And when you yep. meet a group of investors, they love that stuff. They're going to be like, oh, here's, I'm doing this thing that's working right now. And now I know this person's doing that. They're, they're adapting with what the market's giving them mm-hmm. and finding ways to solve problems that are maybe um, ones that others would run from. Yeah, you know what's crazy about the deal? I forgot to say this in, in our uh, the discussion here. It's actually out of the MLS. Oh. Mm-hmm. Right. I closed, I've closed a bunch of deals over the last three years or so. Uh, but they were all wholesalers or networks or maybe a pocket listing here and there. But I haven't gotten anything out of the MLS in over three years. And I hope people hear this. That that means I have looked at the MLS for a thousand days and gotten nothing. But I just kept looking. This deal that I got was on the market. Anybody could have gotten. I got it for, I don't know, 20 some odd percent off. Uh, I will, you know, I'm going to go there Friday and start documenting the process um, but yeah, three, three years, nothing out of the MLS until yesterday. So uh, it can well, happen just back to basics. That's awesome. I love that. And see, isn't that a great uh, example right there? Because clearly you do the work, right? So <laughs> so you spot it or you're working with somebody who who does the work and they spotted it for you and you knew it. Has the other thing is like if you if a deal comes to you and you don't know if it's good or not because you haven't done the work, it's hard to pull the trigger. But why about you or me or other people that are always scanning out there? All of a sudden you get an anomaly where it's like ding, I know it like instantly. Like, oh you barely have to do any due you do your due diligence, but it's not very much. It's like, oh yeah, but you know, this is it. I know exactly what to do. You're writing the offer, you're submitting it, you know, or what you know. And, and you don't have to second guess, is this, am I doing it right? Or, you know, you just, mm-hmm. it's because you have that knowledge from the, the repetition and the experience yes. and you don't have so, to have bought or sold a lot of deals to get that experience yeah. and knowledge. You just got to just be out there and get beyond the spreadsheet and the MLS too, and go out there and, and walk the neighborhoods. Yes. Talk to people, talk to neighbors in the area yeah. where you want to buy. They will tell you everything. Oh yeah, so, they will. You can I know, so take some of it with a grain of salt, but they will tell you everything. And so there's ways you can learn, even if you're not actively buying right now. And that's like stuff that's free that anybody can do today. So Yeah. And the last thing I'll say on this, and we wrap this up is even if you don't have money to buy today, it's not permission to do nothing. You need yeah. to be looking every day, build that discipline, that, mm-hmm. that consistency, um, because you never know you find the deal of the year. Trust me, you can get really creative. Uh, to get the deal of the year or the deal of the decade done. So never stop looking, never stop looking. Agreed with that. Yes. Anybody can start, start accumulating that knowledge now. And it's fun. The more you do it, it becomes almost like a game where it's Mm -hmm. fun to play that game. And it does become addictive. Once you start getting good deals and things are happening and you start to see the results over time, it's exciting. Yeah. What I want people to see if this see if this uh, story or analogy plays. I basically was playing the Monopoly game and I went around the board a thousand times until I landed on a property. I just yeah. I was willing to keep going. So uh, and again, I'm, I'm excited about the changing market. Mm-hmm. Me, too. Me, too. Yeah. So, Beth, where can people find you if they want to buy or sell in Kings County? You are the yeah. one. All right. They can reach me at Beth Traverso Group dot com. Or just reach out to me on Facebook, and I am in the One Rental at a Time and the Three Amigos Facebook groups. So, there you go. thank you so much.